Today's Leading Women episode 501 with the wonderful Anne Ryan. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Anne Ryan. Anne Ryan is the founder and president of Bitchy Cream, a company that creates delicious organic ice cream served by pinup style brand ambassadors known as the Bitchy Cream Girls. Anne and her business partner, her daughter, Beth Stockwell, have transformed what was a wildly successful ice cream cart into a rapidly growing company with delicious products products in 55 stores and counting. Their philosophy is that ice cream should be a fun experience where customers don't have to worry about what's in their frozen treats. To learn more about Anne and what she does, visit www.beachycream.com. Women of the world, Miss Anne Ryan, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. I am delighted to have you in the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Anne, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Beach Cream. I mean, even just reading and browsing on your website makes me feel like, oh, I just want to grab those delicious ice cream. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat, equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Great. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind a niche? Well, you know, it, the most important thing I would say is you need to be passionate about something. And when my daughter and I started this business, um, she had just completed another business and I was looking around for something to do. And I had always loved um, ice cream and creating all sorts of um, gourmet items in my kitchen. My daughter likes to call me the mad scientist. And I just got this idea that I really wanted to do something different with ice cream. First of all, I wanted it to be organic because this is something that my daughter and I have always done. We've always tried to eat almost everything organic because you know, we feel that it's, it's, first of all, it tastes better. There's no difference. I mean, there's a huge difference between, say, for example, an organic strawberry as compared to a conventional strawberry. So that makes a big difference. The other thing is, is that we just believe that it's so much better for our bodies and also so much better for our planet. So that was really one of the most important 
um, core values that we had in the company was that everything had to be organic. And when we first started, it was very difficult because there were not as many organic ingredients available then as there are now, because really the thinking has come around to the fact that, you know, more and more people do want organic products. So it's a lot easier to find these days. Mm, I love your story. I love how you and your daughter got started with this business and this niche that you carve out there. I mean, creating this organic ice cream, creating this organic gourmets, because that's true. I mean, it's not just better for your body, but better for the planet. So having this organic ingredients in what we eat. Great that you have this one out there. But what continues to inspire you doing this? Well, yeah, yeah, I have to laugh a little about this. Um, I would say on one level, basically, I'm unemployable. So I am not the world's greatest um, employee. And so that's why I've always gravitated towards entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, I really enjoyed building a business from scratch, watching it grow. And when someone tries our ice cream for the first time and says it's the best ice cream they've ever had, I mean, that gets me through even the toughest days meeting the challenges of being a small business owner. Hmm, I, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, nothing really is so fulfilling and so gratifying than getting great feedback from our clients, from our customers for the products or services that we have out there. So I, I agree with I, it must be such a good feeling. And I know that one from experience. So the, what that's so inspiring so for our listeners out there, build a business that you know will make a difference in other people's lives because those feedback, even just a smile from your customers, from your happy customers, really feeds your mind, your body, your enthusiasm, your motivation in building this business a great inspiration there now Absolutely. let's talk yeah all right let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from well i'd say one of them is being willing to admit when i'm wrong asking for help and being able to delegate. And by that, I mean, you know, I, I often have a vision of how things should be. And, you know, and, and that vision comes from my passion. And sometimes that can give you a sort of tunnel vision where you're, you're racing full stream ahead, uh, steam ahead towards this particular goal, because that's where your passion is. And that's where all the energy comes from. But sometimes you have to stop and reevaluate where you are and, and listen to what some other people have to say about it. Not to discourage you from pursuing your particular goal, but just looking at other ways that you might achieve it, especially if you're finding that the going is slow. You know what I mean? That you keep hitting brick walls and you think, well, you know, I know I can go from A to B. Why, why are all these things in the way? Well, sometimes you have to kind of walk around the wall and you have to go a little bit sideways. Um, the other thing is don't take no for an answer. I mean, there were so many things when we started because this is kind of a complicated business because, you know, we're working with a frozen product and, you know, we needed to do something and we didn't have any way to do it either because when we started, we didn't have any money or resources. And, you know, that can be very um, discouraging. But 
if you always try to be creative and, and look for another way to do things and, and talk to other people, try to get um, talk to people who've done what you've done before or something similar and get their advice and try to reformulate a plan so that you can keep going. And then finally, you know, when it really gets tough, I try to remember why I started this. What, what were the reasons that I felt so passionate about this? And, and that really helps me get through the tough times. Hmm, use, I mean, being able to admit when you're wrong, being able to ask for help, being resourceful, being able to delegate, remembering the why of why are you in business. Great qualities and great values here that uh, Angie shared with us. So let's cultivate them and adapt them into our lives and into our business building activities as well. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being and to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you so what have been your biggest challenges building your business and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today well i would say one of the biggest challenges has been funding for continued growth um, we started this business in my kitchen and basically just sold the ice cream from a little ice cream cart at farmer's markets. And now we're just building out a 13,000 square foot facility in Long Beach, California to handle all of the wholesale production because we're in about 70 stores now and we have more stores, you know, asking us to come in. So we have that, plus we have our ice cream shop in Santa Monica. So, you know, there, there's a lot to keep going all the time. And to continue to grow, you're always going to have to, well, I won't say always, but more than likely you'll have to ask for money from outside sources. So we are always looking for new investors that can provide not only money, but can be strategic partners, bringing experience, skills, and contacts. So it's one thing for someone to write you a check for $100,000, but it's another thing for that person to bring some expertise in some area where we don't have that experience or those contacts. And that really makes that money go so much further. So um, I like to joke that you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find your prince. And I would say that we have definitely kissed a lot of frogs along the way. Um, another one of the challenges we face is that we're, we're dealing with a frozen product in a highly regulated business because of safety concerns. Um, we have about six different licenses, and we have a great operations team that makes sure that we're always in compliance because, you know, not only does the ice cream have to taste good, you know, it has to be delivered to the customers in a way that's safe and where the quality of the product is always the same. So that's a really big um, a really big challenge, and all of this creates a really high barrier to entry. Um, so, you know, it's pretty difficult to go into the ice cream business as compared to, you know, perhaps, you know, creating a product that you would call a, a shelf stable product, like a bar or a cookie or something like that. And while that's very challenging, it's also very gratifying to be able to meet those, um, challenges. And then finally, I would say that 
another big challenge has been managing this growth, um, learning when to say yes and when to say no. About um, just a few months ago, we got a call from the national uh, category director for a major supermarket chain wanting to bring our ice cream into all of their stores. And well, that was just, you know, it was wonderfully flattering at first for, you know, because they came to us and we weren't chasing them. But I had to say no at that time because we didn't have our factory built out in Long Beach yet. And to take on an order like that and possibly not be able to fill it would have been a really big disaster. So, you know, knowing when to say no, understanding the timing of these things is really important. Mm, huge lessons in this uh, challenges that Angie shared with us and for our listeners out there, especially if you are in this industry that Anne is in, I hope you got your notes down because those huge lessons of how she was able to overcome these challenges are really helpful. So for our listeners out there, I make sure to have this on our show notes. So thanks for sharing those. It's a really huge um, lessons in those challenges. I mean, funding for continuing growth, especially when you are scaling up so rapidly, you only need not just the money, but the expertise of somebody that can help you get to where you want to go a whole lot faster than when you're doing it alone. And of course, dealing with safety regulations, especially in the food industry and the quality frozen products uh, is most especially because that's another area of uh, a different safety regulations I'm sure in terms of that and then managing growth learning when to say no learning when to say yes huge challenges that I'm sure a lot of us especially our listeners who are in this uh, industry uh, are challenged with or if the, if this happens to you you now know what to do because Anne has just given us the lessons that she have learned from this challenge so let's learn from them now, let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this? in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, I believe that to be successful, you have to be at least somewhat obsessed with your work. Um, I mean, that's, you know, that's part of the passion thing. So it's really hard to find balance. And I really have to work at it because my business is literally in my head 24-7. So um, on the spiritual side, I try to do this through daily meditation, affirmations, reflection. And I always try to put things in perspective by asking myself, how important is this about anything that might be troubling me? Because it's, it's really easy to sort of spin out and start obsessing about something that, that turns out, you know, a week from now won't turn out to to be that important. So if I can just kind of filter through what's important and kind of just turn over the things that aren't so important, I find that that calms me a lot. Um, you know, on the physical side, exercise is definitely important. Um, I, you know, I try to carve out time for that every day. I live near the beach and I have dogs, so that gets me out walking a lot, which is, is really good. And I wish that I could say that I do yoga every day, but that is one of my goals that, that I'm 
I'm going to be working on. And on the family side, um, you know, I'm grateful that my grown daughter and son live near me and also work part time in the business. So I have that constant interaction and support from them as well. So, you know, that that's very meaningful to me. And, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Mm, great perspective in this uh, work-life balance. And yes, I agree with you. This is one area that I'm sure a lot of us struggle with because I myself struggle with it on a daily basis. But I love those tips that you shared with us. I mean, doing some form of daily meditations or affirmations or quiet times. I mean, when I started doing this, I started with just three minutes of a quiet time and I, it was so hard. But then I, I keep doing it on a daily basis. Now I'm up to 20 minutes of so being able to sit quietly. It's really important important to find that routine, find something that grounds you, find something that feeds your spiritual spiritual well-being. Uh, and doing like uh, meditation is really helpful, affirmations, or even just a quiet time for yourself. And really filter what's important to you. And like what um, Angie shared with us, turn over what's not, let the universe, put it out there, let the universe do do what's, uh, what's not important or, or you, things you cannot do at that moment, for example. And really important also is to carve out time for physical activity, physical exercise is really huge. I mean, being a nurse myself, I have seen so many people suffer as a result of not putting their, self, their health a priority. So I'm really passionate about really carving that time out to take care of ourselves because our health is the foundation of what we do. And if we don't have that health, we won't have this chance to build a business that we are passionate about doing. So incorporate that time for your physical activity, really important. And of course, have a support system around you, rally the support of your family your friends, anyone that can support you in your business because that really helps in, in, uh, in terms of this work-life balance. So great takeaways there. Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, I think certainly we have to we have to talk about money because, you know, that is the currency that we use. And for me, financial freedom is is, um, is certainly important, and, and defining that is really about not having to worry constantly about money. In other words, not worrying about some of the things that you have to worry about so much when you're a startup. Like, am I am I going to get enough um, money in this week from the people I'm selling to so I can meet my payroll? You know, and and having that constant stress and and really now having the freedom to manage the money and the other resources, you know, without having to worry about life or death, you know, feast or famine kinds of issues. So that would be one of them, and then. Another thing would be just, you know, hearing from people how much they love our ice cream. I mean, so much so that they'll they'll choose it for their 
you know, most cherished occasions like their weddings or baby showers or, you know, that, that they love what we do and they want to make that important part of their important rituals. And, you know, that is extremely gratifying to me. And, um, the other thing is being able to share what I've learned with others who are just, um, getting started. I actually teach a class in, um, you know, helping, um, food entrepreneurs get started because there are so many, um, uh, complicated things that you have to go to get started. And so many people have great ideas and they want to get started and they just don't know where, where to begin. And so being able to share all of that information with others by teaching this class has just, has been really, really wonderful. Mm, what a great perspective you have there about success. And yes, I agree with you. We are in business to be profitable because we need to sustain our business. But at the end of the day, what really fulfills us or what really is gratifying is that uh, those intangible benefits of being in business. That impact when we see our clients so happy because of our products, because they love our products, they love what we do. That's a great benchmark and nothing really compares to the good feel that you get when you know you impacted other people's lives. And of course, being able to share your expertise, being able to mentor others. And yes, you are and mentoring others through our interview today. I mean, your advice, your tips, your journey, your stories, you are sharing that to others, to our listeners all over the world at today's League Women. So we thank you for that too, League Grateful. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. Now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Well, first of all, I'd, I'd say try not to get discouraged. Um, you need to know that it will likely take more time and more money to reach your goals and to be successful than you ever anticipate. I mean, that's just what happens. You know, usually when we're, we're setting up our, our business plans, and that is something that I would definitely recommend that anybody do, is to, um, to start with a business plan. There are lots of templates for those online. There are lots of resources for that. So start with a business plan. And, and even if your projections, you don't meet your projections or you run out of money too soon, just you know, stay on the path. Don't get discouraged. Try to find other ways to do it. Uh, don't give up. Um, another thing I would say is don't think, don't take things personally. You're going to have to have a kind of thick skin to get through some of this. Um, you have to be able to accept constructive criticism and admit when you're wrong. Because if your ego gets too big and it gets in your way, you will definitely not be successful. So learn to be able to listen to others and to take that information in and consider it carefully before you decide that, you know, it's your way or the highway. 
Um, and finally, when you fail, and you will definitely have little failures as you go on your way here, you need to be able to pick yourself back up and, and start all over again, just like that famous song from the musical Annie. Um, you know, I mean, there are going to be things that happen that, you know, were either your fault or due to circumstances beyond your control, but you can't let that deter you if you're going to be successful. You've just got to kind of center yourself again and, and keep going. Wow, huge and uh, golden nuggets in those tips that you just shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to understand that it takes time to build a business and to achieving your goals. So understand that and uh, be okay with that. And it's all uh, really helpful to start with a business plan because you know exactly where you are, where you want to go and how. What's, what are those steps to get there, to get to those goals that you have in mind. So that's a great advice that Angie shared with us so let's take action on that and the second one is to not take things personally I mean it's really important to be able to accept criticism constructive criticism that would help you improve that would help you better your products better your services better you and admit when wrong that's really huge I have to I have to learn that one too I mean it's so hard um to you know, to say, I'm sorry, or, or to admit when we're wrong, when, we're, when we fail. But it's really important to acknowledge that and then move on. And then the third one, which is really important as well, is to you pick yourself up when you fail. Because like what Angie shared with us, there are you're going to be bound to fail. There are going to be mistakes to happen in your building your business because that's, that's the way it is. There are going to be challenges. There are going to be failures. But the most important thing is that you're able to pick yourself up and start all over again, not being hindered by those failures, not letting those failures um, hinder you from moving forward. Instead, be challenged, be inspired, and be motivated to start all over again. So let's take action on these tips that Ryan just and Ryan just shared with us, and I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. Last but not least, this question is one I've started asking our guests and one that our listeners have repeatedly asked, and that is, if there's one woman out there that you admire the most, who would it be and why? Well, I would say that even though she's a somewhat controversial figure, one of the people that I really admire is Martha Stewart. She's a very creative and talented person who launched a business from practically nothing, had great success, and then had a very public personal and business crisis, went to jail, but while she was in jail, made the best of it, mentored other women, and then rose like a phoenix from the ashes and continued to be successful. And, you know, I think that that's an example of, of someone, you know, who went from the bottom up to the top, fell all the way down, but was able to recover again. And um, I think that's a great lesson for us. Absolutely. I mean, you are the third person, I guess, I believe uh, today who really, uh, who really admire uh, and inspired by Martha Stewart with her creativity, with her strength, with her vulnerability. I mean, talk about picking yourself up from failures and then moving forward. Huge inspiration, and I am I am myself inspired by by her and what she does, and and her story of vulnerability is really inspiring. Now, lastly, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. 
well, what they can get from us is fabulous ice cream that's all organic. And um, while we are just distributed uh, locally in California right now, um, we do also ship to other places. And if you contact us through our website um, or call one of the phone numbers on our website, we can also get ice cream to you that way. It also lists all the places in California where we currently um, sell. And also, if you'll follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you'll, you'll learn all about us and what we're up to. Mm, all right, so that's www.bitchycream.com. That's the website. And from there, you can contact them via their number, 310-656-4999, or and through their social media from their website as well. And yes, I highly encourage you to check it out, that, that uh, website and their products. I mean, the mere, I mean, I was just looking at the the pictures, the images of this ice cream, those gourmet things that you have there are so delicious. I mean, the look itself and how much more because you know that those ingredients are healthy alternatives. They are all organic. You know that they are helpful, healthy for you. So if you are in the California area, um, visit their, one of their stores or connect with them on how you can uh, get these products uh, shipped to you. Again, the link is www.bitchycream.com. Again, it's bitchycream.com. B-E-A-C-H-Y c-r-e-a-m.com and thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time your inspiring story your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today women of the world including me appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life thank you so much i've really enjoyed being with you today all right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.